What is going on everybody? Riley Welch, owner of Natty Two Social. Today I am joined with Zach from Cavas Fine Beverage Co. in Niagara. A great story. He works at Wayne Gretzky's, but he has a small business with his wife with all the simple syrups. A very easy process for you to enjoy a quality drink. So let's go. What's going on, everybody? Riley Welch, owner of 92 Social. Uh, welcome to the 92 Social podcast. I, I got another great guest on tap today. Uh, he's associated with Gretzky's, but let me, first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a sucker for branding and labeling, and look at this bad boy. My God. God, it is a beautiful Sexy thing. label. Oh, baby. I'm joined with Zach Cavas from Cavas. Uh, fine beverage co that took me way too long that was good no that was, that was solid I, I was in broadcasting school for three two years and that yeah i can when it comes to names i am no bueno it's fantastic it was it was perfect awesome so how are you doing today buddy doing excellent man i'm uh, here in my home bar uh i mean bars will patios will be open tomorrow but since then we've been we call this bar the goondocks this is my wife and i are little at home bar um, so we've been making some cocktails here, living the dream, but uh, life is good, man. Ooh, baby, How about I you? Love everything, everything kosher? It, oh, yeah. Everything's kosher on my end. Uh, but yeah, so one, one of the things where I got introduced to, uh, to you is one, my dad, who always goes He's a legend. I love your dad. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> one of our first supporters from day one. Perfect. Yeah. He, I, I told him that, uh, I'm uh, interviewing uh, you today. All he gave me is thumbs up because that's how yeah. he communicates. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what you sent me, thank you for this. Is I really do appreciate oh, it. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Northern Maple Old Fashioned. I am, yes. and I, I count myself as a little, a little uh, classy guy when it comes to uh, whiskey and having an old fashioned is always a great choice. And uh you know what? First things first. Should we make the drink? Then let's get into the combo. Let's make it because this is a good uh, proof of concept. The proof's in the potion with this one because typically old fashions. I mean, they date back to the you know as early early 1900s, um, and they used to, they they always have been known for taking a little bit of time to make with muddling the sugar cube and orange, um, stirring, adding bitters, uh, and we cut that down to just two easy steps for when you're on vacation or you you come home and you don't want to bust out all the tools to do it um so let's make it then we can sip on it while we chat here i love it i love it Beautiful. all right so what's the first step now step one uh you can either use a mixing glass or you can just use a rocks glass for this whatever you want to do cool um i'm just using a little rocks glass just to show how easy it is awesome and all we're going to do to start is get a uh, a big ice cube Ooh. all right or a few little cubes if you've got a few either or and you're just gonna put those in your glass the glass is acting as we're mixing glass we're gonna build it right in the glass for this one beautiful got it okay now we're gonna give that bottle a little shake we always recommend giving them a little shake before because they're all natural so there's you know raw hickory wood vanilla bean clove cinnamon all raw natural ingredients in here and real maple syrup um, so we like to just give it a shake to wake it up a bit that's a good uh, tip that's a very yes. good tip. Because I would, I would have been like, oh, sure. out, right? Yeah, I don't want to glug it over. No, no, no. 
Perfect. And O'Reilly, do you have a, a jigger there? Um, no, but I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it I'll, a. I'll, used to be a server, so I'll kind of give it the eye a little yes, bit. Yes, we can. We can. We'll eye it together. I'll eye it with you. So right. quarter ounce. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do three quarters of an ounce of our Northern Maple Old Fashioned. So that's just almost a one count. Just a okay. little splash. Okay. And then all you're gonna do. Look at your glass, kind of hold it up, see where the syrup is. And you're going to go twice the amount of whiskey. Oh, okay. All right. So we're going a two-to-one ratio. So technically, we're doing three-quarters of an ounce to an ounce and a half of whiskey. Okay. So I'm going to pour mine in there. And you can use bourbon or rye. I mean, a good Canadian rye like Gretzky's is, is the best. You know, we love, we love using that, especially Ooh. the red cask. Uh, oh, beautiful choice. Beautiful. Yep. So you can go ahead and add that in. Okay. I think I did her did her right. Got her got her going there. Yeah, it looks good. Looks really good. And then if you have a spoon, you can stir it. Just keep the back of the spoon to the glass. And if you don't, you can just swirl it around. But you always if you try to keep the curved end of that spoon to the back of the glass, yeah. you'll uh, move the ice in kind of a whirlpool effect, get a better chill. Okay. And I always hold the glass at the top, and that way you're not warming it up with your hands. It just kind of keeps it nice and cool. Yeah, so, there you go. Beautiful. And now uh, garnish is nice and easy on this one. We're just going to do an orange zest. Um, nothing wild. So if you can shave off just a little bit of that orange zest. I like a bit of a thicker cut on that zest. You can do it however you like it. How's it smelling? Good? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. This is good. Beautiful, eh? Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. I, I'm, all, I'm a sucker for a good old-fashioned. Me too, man. Who isn't? We, it's, one of the, it's one of the king of cocktails. Um, all right. Once, once you get that zest, just give it a little twist. You're going to make a little kind of a tie with your hands like that. Got it. And the trick is you want to pull it yeah. and rub it around the rim of the glass. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that, that nice orange citrus oil right on top. And then you can drop that zest in. Ooh, baby. That's, that's the when you bring that drink to your nose, uh, you're not getting any of the whiskey. You're getting all that nice, beautiful orange. That um, is key. Key. It is key. You can flame it if you want a bit more, but let's Ooh, cheer. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, my friend. Have a sip. Oh, baby. Oh, Ooh, the maple. It's nice, eh? I'm getting the – oh, God. Yeah, I'm getting the maple right now. And yep. uh, oh, it's just it's, – it's the right amount of everything. Thank you. Yeah. That's yeah, the, it took a long time for us to come up with that one. Yeah, because, like, like nothing's overpowered. Because I've definitely had drinks where it's, you know, whiskey forward or, you know, bitters forward. And it's like, yeah, it's good, but – Oh, this is an, a nice hint of maple. I'm, this is going to be dangerous. Man, I'm, definitely I'm dangerous. glad you said that because it's, you know, that's the key with cocktails is you always want to keep things in balance, but geared toward a specific flavor. So, you know, getting that vanilla bean and maple and clove to all play together with the whiskey, it was, was very tricky. And, and we actually added in, into our boil for the syrup, we add in big chunks of hickory wood to accommodate for bitterness so you don't have to add any bitterness 
Oh um, my god! And it gives a nice grainy woody taste too. So uh, great gift for dad. That's a good one. Oh, that's a great gift. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you Thank about you. this after. But in the meantime, uh, yeah. tell tell us about the business, man. How did this all start? Absolutely. Uh, it started. Uh, my wife uh, Amy, who's the other half of this business, the, the better half, I should say. <laughs> Um, she, she and I both came from a winemaking background and, uh, Amy worked, she switched gears, worked at a distillery, uh, Dylan's that was opening in Beamsville. And then she ended up, uh, getting into, uh, manage, she manages a brewery. And then, uh, I switched from winemaking into managing and, uh, well being a mixologist and now managing a cocktail bar, uh, running the one at Gretzky's. And we had kind of touched every facet of the alcohol industry. And we found there was a, a bit of a hole. It was that people were coming in and enjoying cocktails. And we loved enjoying cocktails. Uh, but they were very difficult to make at home. Either, either very difficult or very expensive. Mm. Because you have to buy everything. Uh, you know, alcohol can get very pricey. So we, uh, there was a big demand. People were coming in and... and to the bar asking to take syrups home and Tim Hortons cups and Mason jars. And we said, let's, you know what, let's make our own line of syrups. Let's put them in the bottle and put all the flavor in the syrup. Um, so the flavors you'd get from liqueurs and other spirits, let's put those in the syrup. So all you need is one bottle of alcohol and a syrup, maybe some citrus here and there, and you can make, you know, 10, 20, 30 different cocktails uh, with the syrup. I mean, hundreds based on how creative you are. Um, so that's what gave Genesis to the company. And, and we started with our ginger wildflower syrup and uh, we moved on and we sold out of that. And I think in two days and, and just kept trucking. See, that is the, that's, that's an entrepreneurial mindset right there. It's, Thanks. it's funny because all entrepreneurs can think they can have that connection where they see an opportunity and then they just go for it. And as right. you were explaining how this all came together, I was like, Jesus, like that is, that's, this is what a small business entrepreneurship is all about is seeing the opportunity and pursuing it. Cause clearly it's in a need. It's there's people that need it. Like people take it syrups home from like in a Tim Hortons cup, which is crazy. crazy. And a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, that's, well, that's one of the funny stories. But people like us were like, we can make this into a business. Exactly. And it's fantastic. So with the you know, we're sol- solving a problem. So it was, uh, and, and it was something we were really passionate about. So we we're lucky that way, but. So were you guys always passionate about the, uh, the wine business or the, uh, in the, like, well, uh, were you born and raised in the Niagara region? Yeah. Yeah. Actually both Amy and I were kind of born into the industry. Um, her, her family were, uh, were grape growers, um, so they had a, a, a farm in Niagara-on-the-Lake, and they grew for Trius, and um, at the time it was Hillebrand, and a couple other of local wineries. And then uh, my mom was always in the wine business. Uh, she, she was one of the opening managers at Peller. She kind of taught me everything I know. And then uh, her family, back in the day, started Henry of Pelham. So, um, we've been, you know, that's her cousins, the spec boys started that. And, and both of our families have been in Niagara, Amy, I think for three generations on her mom's side. And then, 
on my my mom's side we've been here i think for 230 240 years oh um, my god so it's crazy and then you know my dad came from uh, immigrant family who came over from yugoslavia um and then amy's father um german background mennonite farming so it was kind of the perfect storm and then uh for making a, this business and and our last name literally translates to yeast which is the main <laughs> component to making alcohol so okay yeah so i was on your website which we linked down below yeah and i saw that quote i'm like no way there's no yeah. way this is the thing isn't that crazy that's and, amazing. And as a kid, I, I hated it because like everyone had these cool last names that meant like warrior, or, like you'd look it up on Google and mine would say yeast or like sour. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm the bread guy. Like this isn't that interesting. The bread uh, man. Yeah. Bread man. And now, now it's very appropriate. So it was uh, lucky. Hey man, like Panarin from the Rangers is the bread man. So you kind of have that connection this there. This is true. This is true. There you go. Well, hey. hey. to another. Hey, man. My last name is Welch. So people go, oh, Welch's. Welch's grape juice. And that's why my Instagram is called Grapesy. Uh, Which I, I love. That's fantastic. Put two and two together. How about that? I um, love it. Yeah. So with as we're tasting the uh, maple, how does like how do you make a syrup? Like, let's take yeah. take us through the uh, process of start to finish, uh, because especially after because I, I did taste your uh, first batch of the uh, the ginger, right? Yes, and, yeah, that's great. And then that was one of the things where no, my like, <laughs> my dad, uh, he gave it to me, and then I I was kind of floored because I I was floored because I was the things that are going through my mind was it's fresh. It is like, you can tell. Right. There's, there's the, a kind of a whole complexity to it. Exactly. So yeah. with the old fashions, take us through the uh, process. Yeah. Uh, that all started. We wanted to make uh, an old fashioned syrup. That was one of, you know, when we started the company, that was always going to be a goal, but we wanted to make one, you know, it's such an important pinnacle in the cocktail world. And we didn't want to, we didn't want to do it any harm. We wanted to make sure we, we, you know, honored this drink, right. And especially, um, people, you know, our customers are our number one priority and we want them to, it to be the best old fashioned they've ever had. Um, so it all starts with that and, and what flavor do people enjoy most and, and what makes a good old fashioned. So you start off, we started off taking whiskey. Mm -hmm. We taste, uh, all these different whiskeys, which was really hard work. And uh, you taste them and you you say, okay, uh, is this bourbon or rye? If it's sweet, what's it sweet like? Is it sweet like brown sugar? Is it sweet like white sugar? And if it's sweet like brown sugar, is it burnt brown sugar? Is it brown sugar in a, you know, a banana, a bananas foster? Is it is it brown sugar like molasses? Mm -hmm. And keep taking those flavors and breaking them down and then pairing them with different things. So what pairs with? brown sugar in a bananas foster well cinnamon uh clove vanilla bean and you start building these flavors and uh once we had our base flavor of what the syrup was going to taste like and, and maple being the main base because uh, we wanted to remain uh, using ontario products and, and something oh, very canadian i love that love super it important to us so all the uh, all the uh, maple syrups from kitchener which is uh great beautiful um, kw area 
but then we needed uh, bitterness because old fashioned usually calls for bitters. And we thought about uh, people could just add the bitters, but then we thought, let's just put it in for them. And how are we going to do this? And uh, we found boiling uh, the vanilla bean, actual the husks of the bean, along with boiling in chunks of hickory wood, steeping them, mm -hmm. uh, gave a bitterness to the syrup um, where you didn't need to add any bitters to it. So it just became a two-step old-fashioned. And uh, that was kind of the, the flavor roller coaster that brought us to the old-fashioned syrup, coming up with the flavors that pair with the whiskey, and then how is this going to function in a cocktail? You know, how are we going to make this work for people where they can make it really easily? And, and that was the story behind that one. See, there's so much behind, uh, you know, a syrup or a drink. There's what, like, if we put too much of this, how does this taste well uh, be affected? And it's just finding the perfect firm, uh, formula. It is, and it's tricky. And, and my wife's the biggest critic. And, you know, I usually are making the syrups and Amy's tasting and, and she's hard to get by and God bless her for it. But yeah. it's... uh. It's, it's very difficult, especially when you're, you know, you really care about what you're doing. You know, it's, uh, it's our integrities in every bottle. So we got to make sure that it, it, it's perfect for them. Exactly. And like, that's, that's another thing where you're extremely hurt on yourself for a reason. You, for sure. Because every bottle, it's, it's kind of like a hockey uh, quote. You're like, you're only as good as your last shift or you're that's only as exactly good as your last it. bottle. It's exactly right? it. 100, 150%. All day. Yeah. And that's something okay. that, you know, it goes through like each bottle. And then like, for me, uh, marketing side, I'm like, I, I just look at the, I, I keep saying the logo, but the logo is just, I always love a simple uh, logo that just has the service and it has a nice design. Like, it's perfect. Uh, again, I, I just love how it's like, it's, it, it just looks really, really cool. And Thank you. You also sent me like so, like this one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, dude. It's it's just it's just crisp in my opinion. We wanted, we wanted the picture to kind of speak, you know, a thousand words. And what's the base of a syrup is sugar over water. So just having that little sugar cube um, with the water um, was kind of the base of it all. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of neat. And then you know, it's uh, we wanted it to be when we were doing our brand building with our, our graphic designer, yeah. uh, Tortuga, she's really great. Mm -hmm. um, she was saying, you know, if your brand was a person, who would it be? What would it wear? And Amy and I really like uh, going up North and cottaging and um, she likes camping. I'm, I hate to say I, I'm not a camper. I, I don't like the, the toilet situation in campgrounds. Yeah. We're the same. Yeah. Give <laughs> me a cottage it. every single day. Don't Got care. It. I don't, I don't want to deal with porta potties. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm okay. I had my fair share. And, not my game. Yeah, I'll my pass. Game. So we wanted to make it look almost like a badge. You would wear a, like on a hat or like camping gear. Um, so we want that kind of retro. Dude, I would definitely rock a toque or a hat with this logo totally. on it. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, man. So the as a small business owner what challenges yeah. or what's what are your key motivators uh because as we all know as a business owner uh either that this is like a part-time or you're trying to make this into your full-time there's right. days where you're exhausted or you're just like nothing's going your way because it's definitely 
it's it's at least a, every few days something goes yeah. wrong. And so, what are those key motivators that keeps you going? Like for example, for me, I I watch like a Ryan Surhan guy. Real he's real estate, but he has that small. He has that uh, entrepreneurial side to him. So I right. kind of look at the uh, what's his name, Riley? Uh, Ryan Surhan. Cool. Uh, yeah, so he's in real estate, but it's. I, I just look at my, uh, I look at the role models and see how, like where, one, where they are in life, two, yep. how do they get there, and three, what are they, you know, what, what is their personality, what's their mantra? So those are the things I kind of I like that when I need a little kick. So what about yourself? I like that a lot. Um, yeah, for us, um, mine was, was really, uh, you know, I guess, people for sure but more it was more um environment and mm. uh we had our son and i Congrats. really wanted to uh, thank you very much uh thank you um especially during this covid outbreak being home i've realized how much i like working with my family you know there's there's a lot of people that say you know never get into business with your spouse or your your family always mm. keep that separate but amy and i were lucky we we work really well together um, and my son, you know, he's enamored by bartending and, and cooking and he's not even one and it's, uh, it's pretty great. Um, but looking at, uh, you know, watching businesses that have succeeded and, uh, products that have really made a name for themselves, um, have really motivated us to keep going all the time. But uh, a lot of it's, to be honest, our local agriculture and, and farms and gardens, um, like one of our goals, our main goal, at least mine, is to have a maple syrup farm um, that we, we, you know, we'll have a syrup shack there and we'll have all of our simple syrups available, but actually make the sugar that makes the syrup. Um, and that's always in my head. I'm always like, okay, hey, how do I get there? How do I, how do I get the 10, you know, 30 acre piece of land and get the maple trees and, and build something where, because I'm always looking to the next, I, I always want to, go a step farther you know if we make the syrup and we we get the ingredients and we can grow the basil we can grow the lavender we can do all this but now i want to grow the sugar literally so it's yeah. um it's it's a real farm to table motivation and the locality of niagara is a, a big motivator for that and then uh family time i know my wife would say the same thing that um being able to run a business together as a family and and be another emblem for Niagara for people to come here and experience uh, what we do um, would be awesome to be another uh, another flagship like Gretzky's which is a, an, an incredible place that brings people to our region we'd love to do that too yeah see oh man I can relate to you on so many levels with that answer uh, it's just how do you get to your goal and yeah. what ways can you do it and there's no better time than now. Exactly. Exactly. It, it might take like five years. It might take 10 years. But as long as you're doing it. That's the crazy thing. Hey, eh? you don't know. You don't and, know. and you have to being a good, uh, a good entrepreneur is, is making, I, I, I always say it's, it's making great decisions really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, it's good things come to those who wait, but great things kind of happen all at once. So you have to, you have to be, you have to be ready. Oh man. It's you said, no, you said it because you're yeah. I'm telling my buddies who are thinking about starting their own thing where, 
I, I make sure I say to them, do the groundwork. You have to do the yeah. groundwork or else nothing will happen. And that's where 100%. the motivators come in. Where 100%. When you're doing the groundwork and getting nothing in return, it's going to happen. And once it happens, it's gone. Like it's, everything's going to happen. So it's all and, about. And if you got your groundwork, then you're ready to go. That's, that's the, you know. Yeah, that's exactly that's, how it, it, it is. And like, again, it's, I like nine two socials a year and a half old, and I'm already thinking about potential other businesses I want to start up and how can I take nine two social in the next level? And same thing with you as well. Um, right. And another thing you mentioned where you're focusing on Ontario ingredients, yeah, uh, everything being from Ontario or from Canada. How do you find the, like, let's say, how do you find the maple syrup? Do you, do you like go, uh, you know, right or? a lot of great markets. I mean, pre COVID we, you know, there were a lot of great markets you could go to. Um, hopefully that starts up again, eventually, um, especially places like balls falls, um, mm -hmm. you know, where there's all these vendors that come from all over Ontario to come and be part of this festival. And that's a great place to find local products um, and to try things because they do sampling. So that's, you know, where we tried some of the maple syrup we were, we were thinking about using. Um, and then the other thing is keeping your ears to the ground and, and talking to people. Uh, chefs have been a big influence, you know, talking to local chefs and saying, oh, you know, I had no idea this grow, grew here. Who's growing it and how are they doing it? And where, you know, where do I get my hands on this? Um, so that's a, a huge motivator as well. Um, like the cherries, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, people always ask us if we have the whiskey cherries or the cherry hibiscus syrup in stock. And it sold out pretty quick. The whiskey cherries sold out in a week. Oh. It was nuts. And we did, we did 400 pounds, which we thought was a lot. Um, and that all started because uh, Gretzky's and Trius are situated right beside uh, a farm. And I would always go to the farm to buy stuff for the bar. You know, any kind of fruit that came in on the farm, I'd put it in a cocktail. And I got to know the farmers. And I said, oh, you guys have the best cherries I've ever had. I'm thinking about doing some whiskey cherries. And, and then you get, you know, you get to know the farmers. So we did whiskey cherries. And then they say, oh, like, I've got a farmer friend who really wants to get rid of some peaches. You know, he's having a tough time why don't you talk to him? And then they say, Oh, my friend's got a maple farm and he's struggling to find, and it's, it's a crazy network. Once you get in, it's incestuous. It's just, uh, it's just about getting in. It's about, it's about so finding many, that one person. So many Ontario products. It's just, um, you have to be willing. Number one, you have to be willing to pay more. Um, yeah. because quality costs more and, and that's a bottom line and, and you have to decide what kind of business you are if you're if you're going to pay more and charge more or if you're going to pay less and charge less yeah uh, those you know there's they've, they've said uh, i'm sure you know with marketing they've been talking uh the middle's kind of out it's either premium or or cheap mm -hmm. um, so you have to decide where you are and, and we decided early on we wanted to be the most premium Mm -hmm. and uh you know our syrups we don't pretend that they're cheap they're, they're not uh, inexpensive they're and they're not super expensive but they're priced uh you know for what we do for you get you get what you pay for i guess yeah and it again it comes down to having because your mindset you want the premium quality premium uh products from and it's a locally grown and that's right 
people sip it or taste it for the first time, they would understand. And then that will be your reoccurring customer because yeah, there's a lot of times where in different industries, people are like, oh, this is the best thing. It's high quality. And then you do it and you're like, oh. Like, and it's sad when people say, I can do it better, which is like it, not what you want to do. That's, <laughs> that means you failed, right? That's, that's not your business. Like, what are you doing? No, no and that was honestly um, part of the motivators of why we started. You know, we were tasting some of these syrups that were expensive or products that were expensive. And yeah. we're like, we're not eating. Like, we look on the back and it's like, words that are this long you know chemical ingredients and we're like these guys aren't even trying and uh um we really wanted to and that's the great thing about our syrups you know uh, the bottle of old fashioned's 18 dollars it makes 16 cocktails um but 18 dollars might be expensive you know in it compared to the price of an orange but yeah compared to the bo a bottle of cologne or um so you kind of olive oil like olive oil want, is a great right? example of a of a olive oil and you know cocktail ingredients are, are a perfect analogy that a really good bottle of olive oil you can get for like twenty dollars um and a, a really run-of-the-mill more more bitter cooking olive oil you can get for six or seven bucks yeah and then the best all like the the crazy crazy olive oil that you know is probably too much money is sixty dollars so um it's we've always believed in quality and and uh we don't we don't overcharge but we don't undercharge it's kind of right in the middle it's a good yeah. pricing uh, yeah yeah and, that, and, that, and that's the thing too you finding your pricing and once you found it like it's a home run uh Thank you. Yeah. yeah so when it comes to uh you know, starting your business, starting, you know, syrup business. Uh, and you, you, I believe you touched on it before, but what is the best advice you have received uh, starting your own, uh, own business? The best advice uh, for a business was probably uh, number one, uh, quality above everything. Mm -hmm. um, never like never sacrifice quality. Um, you know, because that's depending on what industry you're in. But for us, that was very important was uh, we want to be the best tasting simple syrup on the market. Um, so how do we how do we get there? Um, so never sacrificing quality. Um, but then also that um, practice doesn't make perfect. Uh, practice makes permanent. Uh, so Ooh, if you practice something, yeah. <laughs> Run that bad boy down. Damn. That was that was a big one you know, because if, if you if you're doing something wrong and you're doing it a lot it doesn't make it r the right way to do something it's it's yeah. uh it's you, you have to do something right and, and practice doing it right and and it'll become permanent in your business um so you always want to make sure you're you're doing things correctly and, and that's why so much research goes into each bottle and um, the whiskey sour syrup i've i've never pulled my hair out more uh, it kept me up at night for weeks trying to find a, a vegan substitute for egg white that will mix preserve and settle out in a syrup it was it was ridiculous and oh, yeah. uh, the like i said the amount that went into that but the finished product is awesome and and i'm happy it's there man that's awesome uh there's one, there's a few questions I ask my guests, but this one I 
I always ask the entrepreneurs where, what was the first outer body experience? Or what was that first moment where you tasted success after maybe yeah. grinding a little too, like grinding so hard? And that one moment where you're like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It was honestly, um, when we opened, we, 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 you know, we started off our company, we, we scribbled our logo on it. We were at a brewery. I think we were at Merritt Brewing in Hamilton and we, uh, we scribbled our logo on a piece of paper and went to, you know, and went, decided we were going to find a kitchen that would pack with us and make our syrup. Um, and we had, I think we had 400 bottles Three, 350 or 400 bottles of that ginger wildflower syrup and had no idea what would happen. It was, you know, for us, it was really scary. We had spent, I don't know how much money it cost us to do, um, mm -hmm. but it was enough for us to be scared as like a new, you know, young couple that's starting a business. And when we sold out after like, I think it was two days, two or three days, we'd sold out completely and having a bunch of simple syrup lined up in packages and then not having that in a room was really cool. And it was kind of the, it, when we started getting people message back being like, Oh, the, the cocktail tasted incredible. Um, you know, that was, that was the, when we tasted success and said, this is what we're chasing. You know, when people are making cocktails at home, um, we're doing our job. And and the funny thing is, is we started our company thinking we were going to appeal to bartenders and bartenders are, you know, they're chefs in their own, in their own uh, realm. And, and a lot of times bartenders are going to um, not so much get their backs up, but they're, they're going to want to make their own and, and they don't want to make cocktails at home. Most bartenders are drinking beer at home. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, it's really cool because our, our market, we have like moms, like a lot of moms making like no proof cocktails or non-alcoholic cocktails or when they're pregnant, you know, they're making non-alcoholic <laughs> cocktails. And when they have the baby, they're sending us the cocktails they've made up. We've got, you know, 50, 60, 70 year old people sending us drinks they've made at the cottage. We've got, um, you know, families making, making cocktails and mocktails together. We've got, it's really cool seeing like-minded people come together and, and say, you know, this is, this is a lot of fun. We, we did this at a dinner party or, um, you know, I was making cocktails. My kids were making mocktails. It was a blast. And our markets, people just like Amy and I, people, people who just want to, you know, entertain and have fun and, and try something new. And, and we're after that pursuit of flavor. Um, but, but something we, we never thought a market we would hit was, uh, which, you know, I won't get into, but culinary, we had no idea this, the, the uses of, you know, baking and brining and cooking and, and the amount of and coffee, um, the syrups right now are taking off in the, in, in the kind of in the culinary world, which is a market we never anticipated. So it's really neat. Yeah. Coffee. Ooh, that would be sweet. Oh, yeah. I, bam, my mind's blown. But, uh, yeah, see, that's the thing too, where you go out, and you think your target market is one thing. And then next thing you know, it's a, like a totally different uh, industry that is, you know, loving your product. And of course, as an entrepreneur, and you said as well, is you're, you're going to run with it. You're going to run with it sure. and you're going to go till it's like done. But uh, again, it, it also speaks to your product when people are starting to send 
you know, pictures and messages over and how quickly and how it spreads like wildfire. And which, is, which is incredible. It's an incredible feeling. Yeah. And you're, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's as a person, like I'm doing something right. And it's reassuring that, you know, other people are loving it. And then also having the good intention of, totally. and that's, I think that's one of the biggest parts that people are missing. And some, and again, it depends on certain yeah. industries where they're just in it for the money. And if it works for them, it works for them all good. Uh, but you can really tell who's in it because they love it. And totally. I can say that to you right now. I can tell that you actually, you really love it. And Thanks. that's why I think it's been blowing up. Right. So thank you so much. That's really, really kind of you to say, Riley. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So another question that I always ask, and this is one of the mission, this is pretty much the mission statement of the podcast is connecting yeah. Canadian businesses together and just growing this community, especially in a time like this where everyone needs a little extra For plug. Sure. And that's pretty much, yeah, like I said, this is pretty much why I started the podcast. So I know I'm just kind of throwing it on top of your head right now on, on the spot right now, but can you uh, think of any uh, smaller businesses that, you know, that you love, that you and your wife love and you want to shout them out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, too many, honestly. Um, all of our retailers, like we have a lot of boutique retailers, um, and maybe I can speak to some in the area. Number one, Gretzky's uh, has been a huge supporter of our company. And even though they're not small, um, they've, they've been totally supportive of us. And it's been awesome to work for a company that wants to nurture your growth, um, which is super cool. And local businesses, The Grove, uh, they were one of the first places to take us on. Um, Limited Distillery, uh, St. Catherine's Craft Arts Market. Um, I know uh, Niagara College has been an amazing supporter and, and uh, yeah. has wanted to work with us a lot, which is cool because Amy went to school there. Um, Co Cocktail Emporium in Toronto, uh, that was like our white whale. Um, we were so excited to become part of that because that's for us is like the uh the hall of fame if you can get into the cocktail emporium we were super pumped about that um and then all these other you would have no idea like creekside floral um they've taken us on now and um centro in burlington another garden center has taken us on and uh taz winery and and flat rock winery all dylan's distillery they've been a they were our first customer it's incredible seeing like all these businesses just want to support and, and help you out and, and help you grow. And it's really beautiful to see all these businesses helping us. And, and I hope we're helping them too with, with our product. Um, and, and limited distillery in Niagara on the Lake, they were like, they have, it's kind of cool. They started off as a record business. So they have these wicked camera equipment for taking pictures of all their albums. Oh God. It's crazy. Oh, dude. When we were in need of photos, we, you know, we were starting off and we were posting these kind of crooked pictures of syrups with, you know, trying to hold it up against a white wall with a light and make it look yeah, professional. Yeah. Um, they ended up sending us photos of our product all clean and cut out and professional. And they just said, we love your stuff. And, you know, we're so excited to, to be with you guys and, you know, carry your product and here's some photos kind of pro bono. So it was it was really sweet of them to do that. Um, 
so it's it's amazing seeing how everyone grows and uh and and like 416 coffee um if you're ever in port Luzi, yeah it's like the best coffee some of the best coffee i've ever had really um, it's incredible and, and they they opened us up to the coffee market they were like we can use your syrups in in all of our coffees and um they're they started off in toronto and they're an italian coffee roastery that's just uh really like really took our product places we didn't think it could go so it was really really cool to see that and we're, we're flattered by that too so it's awesome Oh, and I'm forgetting a few here. I, I, the list goes on, but uh, you know what? You know what I'll do. I'll send you. Uh, we'll we'll put everything in the description down below. And I'll make sure I tag them, and I'll follow up with awesome. you uh, later about that. But uh, yeah, dude, thank man, Zach, dude, this has been a great uh, little conversation. Great hey, drink, fun. great syrup. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for you know supplying this for the podcast. Uh, yeah, nice. everything. Um, all your socials and websites will be down below. But if I missed anything, uh, this is your time to kind of plug uh, you and your business. Thank you. Hey, well, if uh, you know, I, you're seeing me right now, but my wife, like I said, she's the, the better half. Amy, you can give her a shout too on the website. Uh, but our website is www.kavas, K V like victory, A S F B C O.com. Uh, you can check out all our products there. We've got all of our retailers located uh, and listed, whether you're in Ottawa or Burlington or Niagara. Um, and we've got more in Hamilton and kind of interdispersed, uh, Studio 205 and um, Cherry Birch General in Hamilton, who've been great for us. And um, on Instagram, at KavasFBCO. And uh, never be afraid to email us, shout at us, any questions you might have. Um, you know, link us up and um, I'm going to shout out to my buddy at stir crazy cocktails. He's got some great cocktail photos, local guy, give him a look too. So thanks a lot for the opportunity, Riley. This has been wicked. Dude. Awesome, man. Yeah, man. Thanks again. And everything that Zach said and the people that, uh, that have been influenced, it will be down below. All right, guys. See you. Thanks a lot, Riley. Ciao. Thanks to Zach for coming on the Nine Two Social Podcast. It was a great conversation about quality ingredients, entrepreneurship, and it's honestly a great drink to have during the summer. So go on, check that out. If you find yourself at Gretzky's, say hey. He's a great guy to talk to and all his social media and website and email and, and all the uh, small businesses that he mentioned will be down below. And while you're doing that, make sure you check out mine. Uh, you, sh you can find the 92 Social Podcast and all the platforms that you listen to podcasts as well as youtube.com slash RileyMWelch. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. With that being said, guys, we'll see you next week. Take care.